In today's episode, we talk about your right to being rich. You do have a right to be rich. Let's find out why. Money Mindset with Girl Khan podcast will help you to break free from your limiting beliefs, reverse your money shame and blast through your money blocks so that you can live a life of unlimited abundance. In this podcast, we will talk about energy tools and mindset strategies that will help you to understand and change your relationship with money, whether you're in a job, profession or working on your passion. Change your relationship with money to change your life. I'm your host, Gul Khan. Let's get started. Welcome, welcome. This is Gul Khan, your money mindset expert. And today we're talking about your right to be rich. Now, this may come as some as a surprise to some of you, but it is absolutely true. You have the right to be rich. And actually, you're born that way. Every single person has the right to be rich. And because this stems back from where our, you know, our original conversation began way back in the earlier podcasts, when I spoke about your intrinsic value. Now, if your intrinsic value is always constant, is always the same as that of every single other person you see around you, that means your intrinsic value is exactly the same as that of Bill Gates, of that as Michael Jordan, as that as Oprah, as that of anybody else that you may know who you think is rich, wealthy, and so forth. Your intrinsic value cannot be altered. It cannot change. It cannot be diminished. It cannot be increased. It cannot be... You can't do anything to it. You have that value because of who you are, the spirit that you are, that holds that intrinsic value. Everything else, your looks, your appearance, your skin color, your race color, your location, everything else is actually superficial factors, which actually you think it's more of an illusionary factor that you think, oh, because I'm black, because I'm blue, because I'm white, because I'm Caucasian, because I'm Japanese, because I'm Indian, because I'm Pakistani, whatever, makes me who I am. Actually, no, your intrinsic value is determined with, because of who your, your spirit and it never alters, it never diminishes, it never, you can never erode it, you cannot add to it. It's just some, one of those things. It's very constant, whether you recognize it or not. But it's your ability to recognize that intrinsic value can determine how much wealth you experience in this lifetime or not. Okay, now you have the right to be rich. You are here to lead an abundant life, to be happy, to be radiant, and to be free. And for that, for the, for therefore, in order for you to do all of that, you need to have all the money you can possibly have to lead a full, happy, and prosperous life. Right? You should have all the money in the world to go ahead and explore all parts of the world to be able to, you know, achieve your greatest talents, to be able to cultivate your greatest talents rather, to be able to go and have the best foods, be able to wear the finest clothing, to be able to live in the finest home, etc, etc, whatever that is. Now, I'm not here to tell you that you should live X, Y, and Z. You determine what, you know, what kind of home you want to live in, what kind of um, um, transportation you want to have, a car if you want to have a car, or, or a motorbike, or a plane even, you know, it's up to you in 
your choices and you know what you like and how you prefer to live in this you know while you're having in this physical body in this physical plane is entirely up to you everyone's ideas of what's comfortable what they want to achieve is separate from anybody else that's where willpower comes in right why should you all have the same car same house same clothes etc etc right where would the right be in that but you need to have more than enough money to be able to do all of that right so you know you are remember you are here to grow you're here to expand you're here to um, unfold spiritually and mentally and materially and in order for you to do that you need to have the the ability to have all the money that you could possibly need because i, I promise you you could have all the right intentions in your heart and you could be the most generous giving person on the planet, according to you. But if you don't have the means financially to be able to support people, you're going to really struggle, right? So you're going to actually, you know, you, you can either give money, uh, people money or you, can, or you can give them your time. It's one or the other. And if you give them time, then you're going to have to take that time away from your own home, your own accommodation, your own food, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Those sort of things, the normal day-to-day living that you have, okay? Everyone needs a certain amount of money for food, water, shelter, clothing. We, that's pretty standard, okay? So in order for you to grow spiritually, you need money. And this is quite... Um, quite ironic because most spiritual people that I come across have the idea oh if I'm spiritual I shouldn't have money and and money will take my spirituality away which actually I think is complete bs because if you have so much money that you can actually give away as well you, if you have more than enough money for all so all your needs are taken care of you can actually have the time the mental time and the, and the physically the time available to grow spiritually you can go and meditate for hours and then you can go explore the un, you know, uncovered you know um, rural areas of the earth you can go and connect to nature you can go connect to animals you can go connect to people you can go i mean if you make a, a million bucks you can in one year you can take a sabbatical for the following year and go and you know maybe go to uganda or pakistan or india or or i don't know some parts of the philippines you know whatever to to go and help those rural areas and to help educate those children one of my 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 biggest passions is kids i i think i just have this loving nature i just love 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 children and i want to be the mother to as many children as i possibly can i've given birth to two already and I've adopted uh, two cats. So that's where I am. I'm a mummy of two cats and two kids at the moment. But I have the feeling that I, I want to adopt and nurture so many more children. So I want to be able to financially support as many children as I possibly can. Once my once I've taken care of my needs, and I don't get me wrong, I, ha- I live in a very nice home. I live in a very, a very nice car, etc., etc., but once I'm in a, once my children are grown up a little bit more and they're more self-sufficient, I will take my resources and divert them towards other courses, those which are really close to my heart. Yes, I want to give my children a legacy. Yes, I want to give them the best education. Yes, I want to do all the best I can for my children. But that's not the only ones. I have all these other children who don't have parents, who are orphans, or who may not have access to the kind of education that my children have and I have, or may not have the kind of um, mindset that, that I can bring to them. I want to go work with those children. But you know what? In order for me to go and help those children, you can really hear my voice, how passionate I am about helping, especially young girls, because I know that even myself, as a British Asian young woman growing up, in, in UK, I was born in the UK and I was brought up in the UK, yet I had a very strong cultural association with, you know, what's right and wrong and etc. I, I still had the cultural brainwashing in terms of, you know, male superiority and other rubbish. So I, I, throughout my life, I had to put up with a lot of cultural 
programming, which I fought against a lot in my younger years, but somehow conformed to once I was married, which is really, really ironic, actually. So, you know, I want to I want to educate, especially young women, that they can be financially self-sufficient. Somebody asked me one of this question on one of the recent interviews when I was doing for IV, that, you know, what's your one thing that you would want to do or what advice for anybody? And that was, and for me, that always is become financially independent and not just independent, become financially free. Have that as one of your main targets in life. I think every single person listening to this podcast or anything at all who's in remotely and wants to build on their life has to make this as the first aim. Become financially free. Once your money is taken care of, you have the mental capacity, the, the, the physical capacity to go and do everything else. And so if you're making money, so for me, that's quite a large amount of money. For my own personal needs, by the way, I'm, you know, a I, I, couple of million, I'm good. You know, a nice house, a nice car, or a couple of cars. I do like cars, I have to say. And, I, you know, and a couple of holidays during the year, and maybe a holiday home, and I'm done. You know, that doesn't need that much money. Honestly, it doesn't, right? A couple of million, maybe three million max. The reason why I'm so driven, the reason why I want to make so much money is because I have these other passions. I know that once my kids are in uni and they're, they're, they're fine, that's not, that's not far off now, you know, five years probably for my daughter and maybe another 10 years for my son, but they'll be off in unis very soon. But that gives me the time to actually focus on my pet projects, with the projects which are really close to my heart, which need money. All of them need money. Okay, doesn't matter which part of the world I go into, whatever what I want to do, I will need money. And I don't, and so for that reason, making money has become a priority for me. Okay, you have this, you know, in you, doesn't matter what it is, you may not have the passion in, 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 for the projects that I do, you may have something else, it, or maybe you have nothing of the sort, you know, you're just like, well, I'm not really fussed about that, I'm just okay with, you know, just living my life comfortably and so forth. But then you have to understand that you have this inalienable right to develop fully, okay, and express yourself along all lines. It doesn't matter what it is, okay? You should be able to surround yourself with beauty, with luxury, with comfort, with ease, and life should be easy. It should not be hard. Most people I speak to, actually 90% of the people I speak to, have a very hard life. They're very grateful, I have to say. You know, I attract the most amazing, gorgeous souls ever. So they're very grateful people and they're and they're very respectful and you know, etc. But they do live a hard life. They work ex- exceptionally hard, their rewards are not there, and they're really struggling with life a lot of the time, especially when it comes to money. So making money should become your number one priority. Now, here, this brings me into a good point. You know, what the hell is money? Well, what do we mean by money? And I've spoken about money before, but I want to just touch upon this point right now. What is money? Money is just a symbol. It's a symbol of exchange. It means to you, you know, not only that you have freedom from want, but it also means it can give you the, the freedom of choice. Money means choice. It, you can choose to live where you want to live. You can choose to um, uh, you know, have the, eat the food that you want to eat. You can choose to clothe yourself in the way you want to do. You can choose to have a holiday home. You can choose where you're going to go a holiday for. It gives you the freedom of choice. And this is absolutely important. You can choose to eat organic food. You can choose to invest in your health. You know, nowadays it's funny. When I was younger, and if I watch TV programs, especially when I, I remember I grew up in old Bollywood, so in, in old Bollywood, the symbol of, of rich person was this fat, you know, really uh, overweight, 
a merchant who's you know who's hoarding onto money and but anyway it, it was symbolized if you had money you were fat and if you were poor you were skinny and you know slim and slender so that was the the image that I, we had and, and that I think that was also pushed forward in maybe in the western culture too and that you know if you and also I remember you know one of the most of the older stories, I think they, they rich people were depicted as being, you know, fat and so forth, right? Um, especially Roldal. <laughs> Roldal's books come to mind when he sort of just spoke about them. But however, nowadays, if you if you look at life, um, people who are rich tend to be slender and slim and healthy and eat organic and really healthy food. Whereas people who are poor tend to go for fast food and unhealthy choices. And it's usually, sometimes it's, it's a matter of choice, but sometimes it's actually, a, a, it's a necessity. If you're unable to afford organic food, I mean, it absolutely blows my mind that in order for me to go and buy food, which is na- naturally grown, one is labeled as organic. It can't be labeled as normal food because everything else has become normal now the wrong gmos have become normal now so if i want to eat healthy nutritious food it, you know naturally grown it has to have the label organic because i have to go for it and it tends to be so much more expensive than the other food and if you go for it like if you want to go and get a burger or if you want to get some other rubbish food for your body it's like three or four quid or five quid or something like that if you want to go for a healthy salad or nutritious food that's about six seven pounds right it's a lot more expensive right so Again, what that's a food industry. That's not my area expertise. <laughs> I just I gave you that as an example. But the point being, if you want to live healthy, if you want to enjoy this life, you need money. And this day and age, more than anywhere, anywhere else. Now, again, um, with this lockdown happening, something else that happened, and I'm just I'm just touching upon it just to make you understand the importance of money. So, because all the gyms were closed, guess what happened to all the gym equipment? right? It shot up. So my, my personal trainer, I have a personal trainer. I'm, I'm fortunate enough to be able to um, have that luxury. So my personal trainer was telling me how the TRX we were using, he said that when he bought it, I think we bought it for £95. And during, after lockdown, it shot up to £175. Can you see that? Now, I'm not, I'm not here to judge, you know, you know, that's price, you know, that's supply and demand and whatever else and who's to write and what's wrong. But my point is, in order for you to even have the basic needs, like go have some gym equipment at home or something to do for yourself and physically be in shape, you need money, Right. So coming back to this idea that, you know, what is money? Money just gives you choice. Money is neutral. Okay, Money is there to help you. Money is not this evil thing that who's there out to get you and who's there, who's there to make your life miserable. Money is just a symbol. It's there. It's your friend and you should treat it as a friend. It's here to support you, not hinder you. But this comes back to the point that you have the right to be rich and you have the right to bring as much money as you want to yourself. Remember, it's your choice. You are becoming friends with money. And as you develop your relationship with money, you can have more and more. But you also need to accept that it's your right. You have a right to be rich. If one person on the planet can be rich, why can't you? And if they have a right to be rich, well, so do you. The fact that you're born in a different part of the world, the fact that you're born a different gender, the fact that you're born to, uh, you know, to into poverty does not predetermine your fate. Let me repeat that. 
Wherever you're born, whoever you're born to, whichever part of the world you're born to, does not predetermine your fate. It's you, whether you accept it. If you accept, okay, I was born here, I was born brown, black, yellow, green, I was born to these parents, I was born in this environment, I'm, you know, my parents were never rich, my, their parents were never rich, I'm never going to be rich. If you accept that as your reality, that is your reality. On the other hand, if you think, well, hang on a minute, if I have, or if my intrinsic value is exactly the same as every other person on this planet, if anybody else can become self-sufficient, if anybody else can become wealthy, well, so can I. You have the same access to the same conscious thought as everybody else does. You just need to tap into your own inner genius and you know, and monetize your, your own unique talents. I've shared this in another podcast where I say that every single person is unique. This is why even your thumbprints are unique. Even t- twins who are born, even their thumbprints are different, okay? Your unique talents and abilities are unique to you. And that's why they're unique, right? You may have this, a talent which is similar. So for example, I'm, I'm a good speaker and somebody else could be an, a very good speaker too. So just because we're both very articulate and are able to speak on stage doesn't mean we have the same talent. I have a different area of expertise. She or he may have a different area of expertise, even if we're talking about the same topic, a lot of people talk about topic, but the number of times I've heard from people, I've never heard someone speak about money in the way you do. It's un, you know, it's it's it makes me smile every time I receive that compliment, and I I humbly receive it because I do because it's my perspective, it's my viewpoint, it's my ideology on how I see and receive money. See, that's just my ability. And I've just, I've, and I've honed you down on just on speaking. So your abilities, your talents are unique to you and you can monetize them to become as wealthy as you want to. But I want you today, from today's episode, to accept and understand that you have a right to be rich, okay? Why should you be satisfied with just enough and to go around when you can enjoy the riches of your subconscious mind, Okay. You need to become friends with money. We've covered this a number of times and we will cover this again and again and again and again because I really do believe that, you know, that in order for you to live a fulfilled life, you need to have a very healthy, a friendly relationship with money, okay? You need to become friends with money and in order for you to live this physical life fully. But more than that, I want you to understand that you have the resources available to you which can make you rich, but you have to decide that, yes, I am going to become wealthy. Yes, I am going to become rich because I have the right to be rich. I hope you got to value from today's episode. If you did, please do leave us a review on iTunes or Spotify. And if you do leave us a review, please send us a screenshot on Money Mindset moneymindsetpodcast with gmail.com that's moneymindsetpodcast at gmail.com and we will send you our million and mirror meditation for free as our way of thanking you for supporting our podcasting journey well until the next time we meet this is girl khan signing off take care and bye for now if you want to learn more about my energy tools and mindset strategies then please visit my website www.golkhan.com that's g u l l k h a n.com and if you want to take part in our 5 day millionaire mindset makeover challenge where i deep dive into energy tools for abundance then please go to www.millionairemindsetmakeover.com and register. I look forward to being your mentor in our next five-day challenge. Until the next time we meet, this is Gul Khan. Take care and bye for now.